Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So I know you guys didn't think that I would let the month of June pass without checking in on you. So how are you doing? How are you? Has this year gone the way that you planned? Yes, no, kind of. Well, if you already haven't, it's time for a little reflecting, assessing, and planning the second half of this year. It's never too late to reach your goals and accomplish what you set out to accomplish at the beginning of the year. And so for this episode, I hope to inspire you to keep pushing. So guys, we are halfway there. Can you believe it? Like where's the time gone for real? I still remember the very first episode I recorded for this year, and now we are headed into July. Time is flying by, literally. So uh, yeah, let's talk for a minute. You know, just, just me and you. I want you to go back and get your journal, go on your computer, get your phone, whatever. Dust off those goals that you set at the beginning of the year and tell me, how is it going? No, for real. Is this year going the way you hoped or planned? You can be honest with me, I won't tell anybody, okay? Have you been reaching your goals? Have you been consistent? Have you been taking risks and conquering your fears? Well, I hope your answer is yes, yes, yes. But I'm gonna be honest. Since y'all are being honest with me, I'm gonna be honest with you. And the answers are not all yeses for me. This year has been full of ups and downs, twists and turns, and I took some time this month to go back to my game plan and determine what I need to do to ensure that the second half of the year is a successful one. So I'm going to share with you the exact steps that I took in assessing these last six months and to plan for the next ones to come. So go grab your journal, your notes app in your phone or whatever you use to keep your important notes and let's get to work. So the method I use to work my goals is called the RAP method. Yes, it's something I came up with. And RAP stands for reflect, assess, and plan. So the first step is to reflect. So let's take a moment and look over your goals that you set to this point in the year. If we're honest, some of us don't even remember what our goals were because we haven't even looked at them since we made them months ago. So go pull them out and let's look over them. You may even be surprised that you wanted to accomplish some of the things that you maybe forgot about. In addition to reflecting over the actual goals themselves, I want you to also reflect over your memories. What happened this past quarter or year so far that stands out to you? Make sure that you remember the good stuff. I find that way too often when we are reflecting, we focus on what went wrong, what didn't happen according to plan, what didn't work. And while those things are important to note, You have to make sure that you point out the good stuff. Don't skip over that. Celebrate your achievements, no matter how small, because each one of them matter. Be sure to take a moment to breathe those successes in because that is part of what will keep you going in the second half of the year. So first, let's take some time to reflect on how things have gone this year. 
Be sure that you also reflect on your emotions. That is very important. Reflect on the times when you laughed until your stomach hurt and even the times when you cried yourself to sleep. It's important that we have a holistic view of how things have gone up to this point. Before we can move forward, we must first reflect on the past. So now that we reflected, we can assess. This is where you can be honest about what really happened and look at the whys and hows of how we got to this point. So in therapy, when I first get a client, before we talk about plans and goals, I first do an assessment. And during that assessment, I ask a lot of questions to figure out what is happening or what has happened that caused us to get to this place. This is exactly what you're going to do with your goals. You're going to go goal by goal and break down what has happened over these past six months, the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is essential if you want to plan properly. So speaking of planning, on to the planning phase of it. You take what you learn from your reflection and your assessment, and now you create a new plan going forward. This is where you apply what you learned. Your plan and your new goals may look totally different from your previous ones, and that is completely fine. Sometimes during the assessment, you learn that you need a totally new game plan because the previous one wasn't serving you well. Write your plan. Make sure you prioritize your goals, and please be sure that you don't overload yourself. Be realistic when you're setting your new goals and be sure to remember important factors such as setting realistic timelines so that you don't add any unnecessary pressure to yourself. So now that we know the steps, reflect, assess, and plan, let me give you two examples of what this entire process may look like. Okay, so here's the first example. Let's look at an example of the goal of being more healthy. Now, that can mean you wanted to lose weight, increase your muscle mass, or bring down maybe some high blood pressure that you're dealing with. In your goal of being more healthy, you decide to go to the gym three times per week and to meal prep lunch and dinner every week. You also decided to eliminate sweets, so you cleaned out that snack shelf in your pantry. So first, we have to reflect. When you reflected on these goals, you realize that while you haven't lost any weight, You have decreased your blood pressure, so kudos to you for that. And your muscle mass is still the same. You also notice that during the first three months of the year, you visited the gym two to three times per week. After that, you visited maybe one to two times per per week, or sometimes not at all. Reflecting also helped you to see how stressful meal prepping was. You stayed with it for a little while, but after about a month of it, you began to dread it because it caused a lot of stress for you. In your reflection, you remember that you did enjoy going to a few cycling classes and that you hated Zumba. The moves were just a little bit too difficult. So that's your reflection period. And that's why it's so important for you to do that. Now we got to dig a little deeper and let's assess. Let's start with the goal of going to the gym three times per week. And remember, guys, this is just an example for you guys to see what this will look like when you do it for your own goals. So the goal is to go to the gym three times per week. As you noted, that's not a goal you were able to stick with. Well, why not? Let's assess. Well, you realize that it's harder to go to the gym after a long day of work. Traffic may be bad, things of that nature, and you're more likely to stay at home when that's the case. During your assessment, you also realize that meal prepping is not the business. It took way more time than you wanted to spend, and you learned that you didn't enjoy eating the same food over and over for dinner. You also noticed that having no snacks at all made you moody and even angry at times. 
realizing all of this is critical because it's going to help you plan better for the future. So now that you've assessed, it's time for you to plan. This time you decided that you will set a goal to go to the gym two days per week and you actually signed up for a cycling class because you enjoyed it so much. You also decided that you will work out from home two days per week, especially on days when the traffic can be really bad. Also moving forward, you've changed your meal prepping goal. You will only prep lunch moving forward and you'll work on having healthier meal options for dinner, but you won't eat the same thing every night because that just was not working for you. You will also get rid of this idea of no snacks and provide yourself with some healthier options because going cold turkey just didn't work for you. Now you have goals that will work for you better in the next quarter or two that are based off of your trial and error. You aren't going forward blindly just pulling goals out of the air, you have some proof of what works and what doesn't work. And that is the best way to have success. Now let's look at another example that may not be as cut and dry as working out and eating better. Those goals are pretty measurable. And sometimes our goals aren't that easy to measure, such as the goal of being more spiritually connected. I know so many of you have decided that that is a goal that you are going to work daily towards having a stronger spiritual connection with God. But how do you measure that? What does that look like? So let's break down the rap method with a goal connected to spirituality. This one is tough. And I know for many people, they feel like it's an up and down thing. One week you feel like God is, is in everything that you do. And the next week you're struggling to get up just to pray every day. So let's look at a few goals that many people set when it comes to this area. Goal number one is to get up early every day, 6 a.m. to be exact, to go and read and pray. Another goal was to go to church every Sunday. And let's add in the goal of reading the entire Bible this year. Do any of these goals sound familiar? Have you ever said any of these? I know I have. That whole read the Bible in a year thing, I do it almost every year and it never works out for me. So let's reflect and assess these goals first. When you reflect, let's say you see that some days getting up early is great, other days not so much. You see that you went to church almost every Sunday, so kudos to you for that. And you see that you are way off track in finishing this entire Bible in a year thing. By reflecting, you admit that you haven't enjoyed this process of reading the Bible from start to finish. But there have been a few spiritual books and study guides that you are enjoying reading. Now let's assess. Let's be honest, getting up at 6 a.m. has been a struggle. You feel great when you do it, but most mornings you just kind of hit that snooze button. Well, why is that? Let's assess it. Well, you still have the habit of going to bed close to midnight or later, so 6 a.m. comes way too fast. Going to church is going great. You've been involved in the ministry, so there are no changes that need to be made there. Now, your goal of reading the Bible from start to finish has been a struggle, especially since you find Sometimes it's hard to even understand what you're reading. So now that we've assessed, let's plan. Now your goal about church can stay the same. There's nothing that we need to do there. You're doing great with that. Now let's address this 6 a.m. goal. Maybe instead of getting up at 6 a.m. to read and pray, you do it at 10 p.m. You're already up at that time. You're probably watching TV. Also, you decided, you know what? Let's add journaling in this nighttime prayer time. This is a great time for me to also journal. Also, moving forward, you decided let's take the pressure off of this goal of finishing the entire Bible in a year. 
Oftentimes, doing stuff like that becomes more of a job and a dreaded task, and we don't want to feel that way when it comes to our spiritual practices. So instead, you've decided to continue with your study Bibles and to read maybe a book of the Bible per month in no particular order, just wherever you feel led to read. The tough part about this goal is having a strong spiritual relationship is a feeling. So you hope that if you work these goals that you've set up, you will notice this feeling. So I also recommend that you keep a journal that will help you so that when it's time to reflect, assess, and plan again, you have some receipts to show you how you felt during this process. So you see how we basically take what happened and we use it to make us better. We allow our past experiences to basically push us forward. Even if those experiences weren't great, we still learn from them and apply them to our lives. We can't expect change, y'all, if we never actually make any. It's foolish to keep going with the same goals over and over if we never really stop to see if they're actually working for us. Some of you need to drop a few goals. Point blank. You only have them because they look good on paper and because other people say you should strive for them. That stuff shouldn't matter, y'all. You got to do what's best for you and the vision that you have for your life. I've been there and done that. I've set goals based off what people said I should do, and it really didn't help me. It hurt more than anything because it's so hard to keep up with a goal that isn't yours. You don't have a true passion for it because it didn't come from your vision, but someone else's. This is why I'm not here to tell you what your goal should be. That's up to you. But I'm here to show you how to make the best of the goals that you set. So choose to have a real come to Jesus meeting with yourself and get real about your goals. If need be, stop sharing your goals with people. They don't need to know what you're trying to do, especially if sharing your goals will add some more unwelcome pressure and comparison. Just do you, walk your path, fight your battle, mind your business, and focus on your goals. So before I get out of here, I want to add one more bonus tip for the road, and it is to keep pushing. I realize that some of you may not be in the best space mentally at this moment. The first half of this year may not have gone as planned. Some things may have occurred that you didn't see coming. You may have cried more than you ever had hoped. You may have suffered losses. You've even had to face transitions you didn't see coming. You felt like quitting a few times. I get it. Change is hard and greatness is even harder. If this year has just been as amazing as you had hoped, keep going. I'm so happy for you. But if this year has been tough, I still say to you, keep going. You can pivot if you need to. You can adjust if you need to. You can let some things go if you need to. But do not give up. Keep pushing. While you are reflecting, assessing, and planning, make sure you assess your mental health. Some of y'all are doing things that are mentally taxing, whether it's that demanding job that's wearing you out, being a mom to your kids that's draining you, starting that new venture that's whipping your behind, or maybe some things have been happening in life recently just kind of threw you for a loop and you're struggling to handle it. Be sure to take care of your mind, y'all. Burnout is now a mental health diagnosis. The stress and struggle are very real. One of your goals may need to sign up for therapy to join a support group, to get a coach, to find an accountability partner. Set yourself up for greatness, including mentally. We are halfway there. You can do this. Don't quit. If you need to take some R&R time, do so. Then get back to it. 
do the work necessary to make the days come better than the days past. So I hope that you feel inspired to reflect over the last six months and remember your journey to assess your efforts truthfully so that you can make smarter decisions moving forward and to create a plan that will take you to the next level. Greater is coming. Just keep pushing. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. We are headed into July and the second half of this year. Like I said, we're halfway there. And you guys, we can do it. We can make this year amazing still. When December comes and I look back over these last six months, I know that we're going to have some great things to say. Just keep pushing, okay? For the full show notes, visit InspireWomenWeekly.com. Follow me on Instagram at LaShonda McLaurin. Be sure to go into iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.